Hello, Marketing Automation family. This is Alex Glenn, your host. And tonight, I wanted to try to shed some light on the recent article I posted to automated.af. The article is entitled, Our Recommended Marketing and Sales Stack for B2B G Suite Users. Now, this is a very, very important stack because it's not only cost effective, it is inexpensive, but it covers all of your bases. And I'm saying all, and I don't just mean all, it covers all of your bases, especially if you are retargeting people in Facebook, if you are running cold outreach, if you are enriching data sets, if you are uh, having some sort of a pipeline style sales process. This is a sales and marketing stack that can really do wonders for you for under 150 bucks a month, which is killer. So this week, our theme of automated and our theme of the podcast, uh, with respect uh, to the two featured guests that I think we're going to publish this week. So look out for those. I think we have Grow Labs. We have Bennett Grow Labs. Uh, and, and then I have a very special guest from HubSpot as well coming. So it's going to be a good week. But uh, as far as content that we create internally, we want to shed some light on this post and specifically what's happening with Gmail and Inbox on the 16th of October. There's going to be a big change to the UI of Gmail, and it's going to break some of your Chrome extensions that work inside of Gmail. Specifically, I'm talking about the CRMs that work inside of Gmail. More specifically, Salesforce IQ is confirmed not going to support uh, the Chrome extension in the new inbox. And if this is not ringing any bells to you or if this is something that doesn't apply to you, I'll just say real quickly what, what we're, we're talking about is when you're prospecting and you have emails coming through to your Gmail inbox, when you have these Chrome extensions that are sitting on top of your CRM, uh, sorry, that are connected to your CRM and sitting on top of Gmail, it allows you to open up emails and see a really rich profile of those prospects, what the uh, recent activity was in your CRM, as well as their social profiles, as well as uh, being able to update their status right inside of your CRM. Now, uh, Back up a little bit. If you are a business owner or a marketing professional or even a sales professional that doesn't have a CRM, maybe hasn't uh, made the jump, or uh, maybe you don't find any use for it or you don't think you have any use for it, um, I'm just going to say real quick, um, a CRM is incredibly valuable. I have one and it's not just used to track sales through a pipeline. It's a repository for all the interactions that you have with your contacts. It's also the main hub for triggering automation. So it is very handy, very useful, and necessary in a lot of situations. So it doesn't just trigger uh, automations on the sales side. It triggers automations on the recruiting side. I have a pipeline for new recruits. Um, it also helps you manage your personal contacts, your channel partnerships, your relationships with anyone. It is the central repository for all of that in historical information. And if you work inside of Gmail most of the day, like I do, and a lot of my colleagues do, we work inside of Google Apps, having the ability to view prospects, rich data from inside your Gmail and update their statuses 
as well as add contacts to your CRM automatically without leaving Gmail is incredibly valuable. So that's why I wrote this article and did a video about this stack because we've been messing around with it for a month now. Uh, we have three builds simultaneously running off this stack and one of them is a large marketplace. Actually, two of them are large marketplaces with two types of customer profiles, uh, which, you know, if you've ever built out a CRM, that can be a little bit of a challenge, making sure that certain salespeople can view one type of sales prospect where another type of salesperson can view another type of sales prospect. So uh, without <laughs> further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this stack. So, I have a flow that uh, is a visual, so you can kind of see how this whole system works together. And that's the way I like to understand things. I like to uh, look at it in a real world scenario. So uh, if you're not looking at the article, if you don't go to automated.af, at the bottom there's a blog link, click on that and then find the B2B sales stack article. Uh, but if you're just listening, I can just give you a quick rundown. Uh, this helps me understand how an entire automation system is going to work together. It's a real world scenario. Hopefully it helps you too. So step one, if you are in a sales situation for a B2B company, whether you're a marketer, salesperson, or the founder, uh, maybe you enrich data sets, leads, and you verify them and you load them to sheets. From there, a typical scenario is to load them up to a cold outreach uh, platform like outreach.io uh, then maybe push those leads into your CRM once they've reached a certain status. Um, my recommendation, and I got this from someone that I trust who's built an, uh, an enormous um, CRM system for, for one of the largest uh, auto platforms out there with hundreds of instances. Now he, even though it's cost prohibitive sometimes, he will make sure that even cold leads are in the CRM to make sure that you have a firm knowledge of everything that's happening with every single contact at every company at all times. So that sales can pull up new leads and pull up old leads and the CRM makes sure to bucket them under the same company and you have a really good uh, record of everything that's happened uh, with regards to communication to that company and every person and who's been reached out to at what times with what messages. So uh, the first step is instead of just loading your data into a Google Sheet and then uploading that to your cold outreach system and waiting for that to come into your CRM once it's done some sort of open and reply action. Uh, what we do is we load the Google Sheet up with our enriched data. Then we have a LeadsBridge. Uh, LeadsBridge.com is sort of like Zapier, but I find it a lot more um, versatile and also a lot more cost effective because you can run unlimited API requests and um, you do not need a lot of bridges. So uh, check out leadsbridge.com. And what we do is we actually have bridges between the Google sheet that we're enriching data on and our CRM and our marketing automation system, which I'll share in a second. And uh, all of that is connected so that any time someone does something outside of the cold outreach system, our cold outreach sequence sender, uh, like fill out a form on our website. Uh, we make sure that the sheet is updated and then that goes ahead and makes sure that they're pulled out of the cold outreach system 
inside of our cold outreach uh, messaging platform and pulled out of Facebook audiences for, as a good example, and then possibly added to our chat system. And you can set this up however you want. But anyways, you enrich the Google, I'm sorry, enrich the data in a Google Sheet. You connect LeadsBridge to the Google Sheet. Then you connect LeadsBridge to your marketing automation tool, which is Persist IQ in this stack. PersistIQ.com is your marketing automation. It's messaging. It's customer messaging. It's also cold outreach. Uh, and it does everything um, on the messaging side. So triggered, blasts, your newsletter drips, all that stuff is created in Persist IQ. Amazing reviews of that platform and very cost effective. I think they started about 50 bucks a month. Over in Leadsbridge, by the way, is I think it starts around 30 bucks a month. And then your Google Sheet is also bridged with copper.com. Copper.com is going to be our CRM in this B2B marketing stack for G Suite users. The reason for that, not only because the native uh, integration with Persist IQ is so amazing. It allows for two-way sync and updates of statuses, updates of tags, updates of pipeline stuff uh, automatically, but it also has a Chrome extension that is going to be supported in the new Gmail which is going to save your sales team a lot of time and headaches uh, when in any other CRM or most other CRMs, they'd have to go back and forth. So check those out, copper.com, PersistIQ, and LeadsBridge. So you have data in a Google Sheet. You have LeadsBridge connected between the Google Sheet, PersistIQ, and the Google Sheet and Copper so that the statuses of those leads inside the Google Sheet are being updated. Then you have LeadsBridge connected to your Facebook audience's account from the Google Sheet. So the Google Sheet is acting as your central repository for your cold data. And the other good thing about using a Google Sheet, not just, not just building the LeadsBridge off of your copper.com instance, but uh, you can share this Google Sheet with anyone, you know, without giving them access to your CRM. So you can have your VAs or anyone be enriching data into a Google Sheet and you can rest assured that that data is going into the correct cold outreach sequences in Persist IQ. And you can rest assured that if and when that data interacts with something on your website and it causes a status update in copper, like between leads and um, um, in uh, nurturing or, or opportunity in nurturing, whatever those status changes are, to indicate that they have expressed interest in your brand, that the Google Sheet is being updated, which then updates and pulls them out of the Persist IQ campaign and then pulls them out of a retargeting campaign in Facebook or vice versa. As soon as the lead gets into the Google Sheet, they get pushed into a Persist IQ campaign and uh, put into copper as a quote-unquote lead, and then the system is working, right? Now, um, as people reply and take action on your cold outreach, uh, sales can engage with them inside of their Gmail inbox, which is awesome. So when someone replies to your cold outreach sequence, the salesperson opens up that email right inside of Gmail, assuming you're still on the same page that you're a Google Apps user. And on the right-hand side of their inbox, they see a nice bar that has all of the information about that lead coming from Copper. So what other messages have they received? What interactions have they caused? All that good stuff. They see it inside of Copper. 
Now, once they reach a qualified or customer level, obviously the sheet is then updated and they are pushed into the right pipeline inside of copper and the system is working very, very seamlessly. And again, as the owner of this copper instance, as the founder of the company, whatever you are, um, you can rest assured that leads and uh, the people enriching the data do not need to have the copper, uh, the copper.com login, which would cost you extra money. You can ensure that you're not wasting money on Facebook retargeting ads or Instagram retargeting ads or any retargeting ads. I just use Facebook as a good example. Uh, you're not spending money on people that have already engaged with sales and, um, and, and everything is, is, is nice and synced and buttoned up. Now, two things I would like to add to that flow are chat and also calendar events. So we have listed in the article Calendly as your awesome API embed, you know, create your own calendar, seek it with your Gmail calendar, uh, your Google calendar, and uh, increase conversions after a form request is sent. Uh, now, same thing, this Calendly instance, this Calendly event, when they book a calendar session, um, that lead, maybe the lead status does change. Uh, maybe they just get pulled out of a Facebook um, audience. Uh, maybe maybe they get uh, pulled out of a cold outreach sequence. Of course, that would be recommended. But that all happens again with another leads bridge. Right now, you're up to, I believe, four bridges from uh, your Google Sheet. Uh, and then the fifth bridge is optional. It's a chat bridge. And that is to what I would recommend checking out for your web chat. It's called acquire.io. Acquire is spelled correctly. And the reason I recommend checking out Acquire is because it is very, very cost effective. I think it starts at $0 still. And uh, the first plan, I think, is around 20 bucks a month. It is uh, very feature rich. It does uh, everything like screen takeovers. It does obviously chat, video chat, voice chat, um, tagging of leads, has a great API. So you can do all the API work that you need to do. Uh, so again, you're going to want to make sure that anyone chatting will be pulled out of the cold outreach campaigns. You don't want to keep sending them cold emails when you've chatted with them. Um, so add Calendly and uh, acquire.io to this stack. And these are supplementary tools, uh, but the main stack again is Persist, Copper, and LeadsBridge on top of Google Apps, on top of Google Sheet, on top of uh, Google Sheets, sorry, on top of Gmail. Uh, the final thing I'd add to this is, is not another software, uh, but if you use WordPress and you want to connect WordPress to Copper, there is a uh, ProsperWorks Contact Form 7 Chrome extension. It's 25 bucks. It allows you to create really awesome forms with a lot of questions, a lot of data points, and push that form data into your Copper CRM at the people level, at the lead level, or at the opportunity level, and decide how to map that accordingly which solves your entire system, I believe, that checks all of the boxes um, outside of uh, any uh, in-person stuff that you need to do, I believe, uh, to run a successful sales and marketing automation 
So I hope this was valuable for you. If you have any other questions for me specifically about this stack, you can either head to automated.af and engage with us there, or you can email me. Uh, just go ahead and email team, T-E-A-M, at automated.af. And hopefully uh, you'll leave us a review if you really enjoy this. Anyways, have a good night. I'm about to hit the rack. So see you next time. Bye.